You're listening to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to make sure you get the latest episodes of the podcast. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. See on that. Um, well, Nate, we, we got to the end of this discussion today. It's been a long one. We've been split <laughs> it into two parts. It's gone yeah, for two hours. You might. I th- and I think we talked for an hour before we even recorded. <laughs> yes, we did. Which was nice. You know, it was good yeah, to break tonight, sure. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, I thought to end our discussion today, Nate, it's been of a bit of a long one. So thank you, everyone, for still listening to us. I hope you haven't fallen asleep. Because <laughs> uh, we tend to witter on about things. But we can. <laughs> Me and Nate are passionate cricket lovers. We're solving, we're solving problems right now. We're sitting here like a couple of mates, as we say in Australia. Just solving the world's problems. <laughs> Just talking about the world issues. That's right. In cricket, that is. Yeah. Which can right. be very frustrating. And Nate has been so frustrated. The, <laughs> the conviction in his voice. But I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. Well, you've got to be optimistic rather than pessimistic. So. You have to. You have to. Yeah. In you know. all aspects. Yeah. Um, so to end our discussion today, Nate, I asked our listeners to send in questions for you to answer. That's all right with you? Perfect. So we have um, some questions here. So the first one's from the stats man. This is from uh, Instagram. He says, if the U.S. wants its cricket to be an NBA uh, Major League Baseball level, uh, three steps you would see the U.S. cricket board do. What are your thoughts on that? If you, well, first of all, you, if you want to get to the level of Major League Baseball, the first thing you need to do is adopt an incredibly patient uh, uh, um, expectation like <laughs> you have to like basically you need you need a 50-year plan <laughs> baseball yeah. for for all that for all of the over hype all of the over talk about how it's on the decline it's still averaging twenty six thousand five hundred fans per game and they've recently managed to to reduce the length of their games by 35 minutes on average that is immense that's incredible so they are they've they're making dramatic act. They're taking dramatic action to address what they. I guess that's the same problem. thing. In, sorry to butt in there, but yeah, I yeah. guess that's the same thing in cricket with overrates. That's been yeah. a big talking point. It's huge. So it's I guess huge. that's the same in baseball with the duration of the. Yeah. Innings. I'm not sure if yes. there's any time limit on baseball well, matches. Well, there, there's there's again on my baseball. There's a pitch clock. Yeah, there's a pitch clock now. So in between pitches, you have X amount of time, and the and the pitcher has to be ready to pitch, and the batter has to be ready to bat, or else there's a consequence, and um, it's an immediate consequence. So, uh, yes, I think um, it, you have to be patient if you want it to reach that level. You have to be very inclusive, and you have to uh, find some kind of way to make cricket accessible to people. Because you can take advantage of the fact that every sport's moving away from accessibility Mm. and you can be the accessible sport. And that would really pay off in spades. And I think um, you need you you need those two things. And then uh, I think. um, I don't know. It's tough to just choose one more. But Mm. (laughs) so I'll just say you need you need to have. Continuity. You have to have continuity. You can't have a national governing body that's going to change their strategy every time we have a new yeah. uh, new configuration. I think that's a pretty good answer there. So thank you, Statsman, for your question. Thanks, Statsman. You answered it with <laughs> your ability. Um, so we have um, our last listeners' questions from a regular listener of the podcast, Jihan. 
Thanks, Jihan, for your questions. He has cool. four of them for you, Nate. Cool, cool. <laughs> four separate questions for you to answer. Oh, good. Quite good questions. I'm sure. Questions. I'm sure they are. Look, you got a loyal listener right there. I'm sure they're great questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jihan tends to have his um, good knowledge on the game, so he wanted to ask these questions to you. Uh, the first one is, Nate, do you think the U.S. Um, aspiring to play test cricket is a realistic expectation? And given the state of test cricket outside of the big three, looking at the varying declines of the West Indies, Sri Lanka and South African test cricket, is there much point in trying to achieve that goal? Should the USA be trying to mainly focus on T20 nationals and ODI cricket? Is that all four of the questions? That's just the first one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I, I don't think it's necessary for us to, I think it should be off our radar to try to get full member status, yeah. at least, yeah. at least as far as full member status applies to playing tests. Yeah. Now, now obviously full member status without playing tests is a real thing at this point. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that would be a great achievement. Um, obviously you want more funding from the ICC. Uh, that's the biggest thing. And you want to play against the big, the big dogs you really if you if we can get good enough to play against india and in, in, in australia that yeah. would be a huge thing for cricket in the usa so it should be a goal to go as far as we can but not by playing tests we, we just don't have the infrastructure for test cricket right now we're a t20 country and you know that's that's the that's the that's yeah that. yeah that's pretty much going to be difficult but but i think yeah. to be a full member you have to play Cricket. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, it's it's that's something that the ICC have in there. I think the ICC can can over the years will massage those those requirements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. that's the hope. That's the hope. To, so to me, I guess the answer to that is I hope the ICC comes around and, and changes their requirements for for full yeah, member. Yeah. Well, I suppose it comes back to Americans um, not wanting to watch a game for five days. Because... Well, that's not that. See, I think Americans would Which really. Is... Generally, the general perception that people sure. have on the outside. Yes, it in. is. It is the perception. But we also have the best golf in the world. And, you know, and that'll we'll have golf that'll take four days, you know, a mm. golf tournament. And people watch it and they love it. Um, and so I think, look, anybody I know who gets into cricket eventually says test cricket is amazing. Well, you know, or they got into cricket because of test cricket. So test cricket is an amazing thing. But it's not it's not going to happen here i don't see the no. i don't see the, i don't see that it's um necessary or i would love it that would be great but we are way off from that and and, yeah. and the, the talent gap between us and india in t20 t20 is one thing but the talent yeah. gap between us and, and india in 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 test it's a whole nother it's a whole nother it, thing. it's sort of with ireland and afghanistan yeah really you can see that golf yeah the, yeah you're right you're right. Like Rashid Khan, best bowler in the world and best, best T20 cricketer in the world, probably. Yeah. But, you know, but in, in a test, he just doesn't have the weapons around himself. No, no, he doesn't. To, to protect him and to make him as effective as he can be. He doesn't have the, the skills. You have to be patient in test yeah. cricket. You have to bowl a certain delivery and then change it up. Don't yeah. bowl different variations like you do in a T20 match. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to get wickets. Right, right, right. Um, so that's why he struggles a bit, but he's good in T20s. But yeah. when he plays tests, he struggles as his record suggests. And we're but that's down to the infrastructure and the things yeah. that both Ireland and Afghanistan have to deal with. Well, look how long Bangladesh had to go before they won. Look how long every test nation that, that wasn't one of the first. And they've been playing test for 23 years. They yeah. got test status in 2000. Yeah. Yeah. 
so so you you know it, it takes it takes a long time to catch up in test cricket it takes a really long time to catch up india were terrible for a long time you know they were in the early years yeah yeah they, they were they were good. not good and and now they're good and it just we don't need to take that route we don't have to take that route we shouldn't and um it's not our culture right now um no, it's, it's it's not just, that sort of maybe you know maybe, maybe i want I'd love to see us once we have these venues. I'd like to see us host some neutral test tests. You know that would be incredible. Yeah, yeah, you could do that if if um, countries aren't able to host uh, countries in, in their uh, games in their own countries. You can have a neutral venue like that. Maybe, yeah, yeah, uh, for test matches like they do in the UAE. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah. yeah, we all, we almost had that here. Actually, this is a tragic story. We almost had oh, really? that here. Yeah, yeah, we. It's. The story is that Disney was going to build a facility like that in in Florida, and it was going to host neutrals. And the U.S. the U.S. Uh, USACA at the time was the governing body for USA, and they were so protectionist and combative against against they they didn't like not being involved in the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and so they they basically just made everyone's life hell and ruined it and ruined it, so it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. that was like twenty years ago or something. Yeah, so that no, wasn't no. You learn something new every day in cricket. That's, you do yeah. over here. You learn some very sad things all the time. But going back to your <laughs> yeah, yeah, going back to your test point there, test cricket. It's like Nick and Gabe, for example. You yeah, know, they fall in love with test cricket because they watched it and they said this is great. It's incredible. And they generally love it. It's it's. I avoid it because I know I will fall into it. I have too many things to do. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, I know that if I get engrossed in a good test, that's, that will be the only thing I do. Yeah. Sort of like with me in this um, recent Ashes series, every, every test was on the edge. You know, it was, it was scintillating cricket. I you know, really... England were playing and then Australia, you know, yeah. sort of being challenged and, you know, but, uh, that's what Ashes cricket's about. But yeah, trying to convey that to Americans is uh, another thing. But Nick and Gabe, you know, got into the Ashes spirit then, you know. Someone sent them an Ashes urn, actually. Oh, yeah. A replica, yeah. That's so awesome. Gabe has the urn because Australia won the Ashes. They retained it. <laughs> so he gets to keep it for a couple of years, and then it'll be back up for grabs again. That's so cool. Yeah. When England come back to uh, Australia in 2025, 2026, because um, that's how the Ashes work, you know. Every yeah. few years, um, every four years for an Australian team to tour England. Yeah. So even even with that, they got engrossed with that. Yeah, it's, and, it's um, amazing. It's amazing. You know, they, they just love it because they because the first cricket they watched was Test cricket. Yeah. It was when the West Indies played England during COVID. Wow. And, really? Yeah. Yeah. And they got into that, and they Boy, streamed the matches. It seems like um, just yesterday in West Indies, yeah. West Indies, Pakistan, they did such a solid to England right there. They did them such a favor. You know. They did because um, we needed cricket, you know. We needed cricket. I watched those. I, I watched those. And then all of a sudden you got these these teams canceling on, on Pakistan, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, a couple of years later. Yeah. It's like yeah, one year uh, later. And yeah. It's like, but, um, you know, they did their thing for cricket at, the, at that time. And that's how Nick and Gay got into yeah, test cricket. That's they, so cool. That's so and cool. And they loved it. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I had one person that commented on my – 
uh, one of my episodes that I did for the last Ashes series in Australia oh. back in 21, 22. And he was from America, this person. Oh, yeah. And he said, um, I love your channel because it helps me better understand cricket. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. And he said, um, I, I really like T20 cricket. Uh, and looking forward to that and learning more about that and watching more games and something like that. Anyway. And then I think he mentioned, I'm unsure about test cricket. And then I replied to him and I said, give it a go. Yeah. You'll love it. Yeah. yeah. You'll love it. Yeah. It was just before the Ashes started. Right. I said, watch this Ashes series. Then hopefully that will change your mind because it will. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's, it's amazing. I love the Ashes. You know, when, yeah, I just, I really do like the, enjoy the Ashes. I follow it as much as I can. This year was hard because we had so much going on. Like, you know, yeah. we had two tests and then basically MLC started. And so yeah. it was, yeah, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything at that point. Yeah. It's just so much cricket on, isn't it? In the, yeah. the international calendar is just crazy. It's crazy. It's very yeah. hard to keep up on, on things, but true, so, yeah, true. I thought that was a nice comment. And many of our listeners and viewers on YouTube are from the Caribbean yeah, and from the US, some of them. Oh, that's so, so many passionate Caribbean fans. Um, there, yeah, it's. I think that that fan base is drastically underappreciated and underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, they, they love their cricket as much as everyone does. They and, do. um, yeah, hopefully the West Indies can get back to their best because they're not quite at their best at the moment. They're no, struggling big time. Yeah, um. So hopefully they do get back to their best because they were a proud cricketing country. They should you know, still they, be proud. They should still be proud. It's it's you know, uh, they had some great players. Look, they've played. won two World Cups in T Twenty in the last ten years, right? Yeah. So, Fifty yeah. other World Cups as well. They won a T Twenty World Cup, and they're not going to be in the World Cup this year, which is going to be weird. They, they weren't won. the first inaugural ones. They won the first two. Yeah, they, they haven't qualified, but it just—I think it was just a matter of time before that was going to happen. Yeah, you want to see that. It it happens. It's it's a cruel system. It's a cruel yeah. system to get in. It, honestly, that that entire cricket World Cup, uh, that that whole qualifier, Zimbabwe looked like they were going to walk in from the first mm. day, and then and then Scotland looked like they were going to win. They did some dramatic yeah. things, and then it turns out Netherlands advances. <laughs> yeah, so and there was some super overs, and, and that it was, it was very hard for me to follow the qualifiers because of the ashes yeah. and other stuff. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah trying to balance that out on a podcast you can only do certain things i guess yeah. that's the same with nick and gabe as well you know covering cricket but it's hard for them because they're you know yeah. everyday life doesn't stop no it doesn't and you have to try yeah. and do that so that's right yeah you, you uh, end so, up sacrificing sleep <laughs> yeah that's that's right like i did for five test matches staying up until four in the morning three. yeah perfect uh, not good for the old system but no. um, just no. getting back to a normal sleep pattern yeah is, it's pretty good, but it will be a bit different for the World Cup later this year in India. So yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we digress. But the second question from Jihan Nate is: What's the progress been like in fueling the interests of homegrown Americans who aren't necessarily from the Commonwealth backgrounds in brackets subcontinent Caribbean, British, Australian, etc.? Specifically, the interest in playing at a domestic level as well as American television viewership of cricket around the world? Another good question from Gian. Well, that's a trick. That's a trick. It's, most people don't discover cricket here until they're adults. So good luck, you know, playing it at that point at any kind yeah. of uh, level of significance. So that's, that's a trick. Um, 
So that's non-existent. I would say at that point, at this point, there is it. it, it there aren't. There aren't. There are maybe a handful of kids that get exposed to cricket and then go out and seek it and try to make it at the highest level that they can get to. Uh, you know that that don't come from a Commonwealth background. It's incredibly rare. It's so yeah. rare that yeah, that I, I'm sorry to report that 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 just doesn't happen. Um, mm. And what was the second part of that question? Um, oh yeah, as far as getting people interested in watching international cricket or cricket abroad and things like that. Yeah. Uh, here, the uh, a very good thing that I've noticed a lot of people who start to get into cricket is obviously we have we have Willow. People always end up subscribing to that. And they end up following the CPL inevitably um, because it's in the same time zone as like our uh, Eastern time zone for the most yeah. part. So um, it's, it's very convenient for American fans to follow the CPL. It's very convenient for American fans to follow England because their tests started about 6 a.m. Eastern time. You know, yeah. so as long as you're on the East Coast, England's great to follow. So, so that's, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, I it's, guess that's the same with Australia as well. If you want to yeah. watch a test in Australia, it's a bit different. Yes. And I, and I know that, so currently ESPN plus carries a lot of cricket and ESPN mm. plus is like the streaming version of ESPN that you could subscribe to without having yeah. cable or pay TV. Um, so you, you can, um, and because of that, I think that does a good job of exposing people for, to cricket for the first time. Now, and, obviously, and wasn't some major league cricket matches on CBS? CBS Sports, yeah. yep, CBS Sports, which you could get if you subscribed to something like Hulu, or uh, there were a few, um, yeah, obviously pay TV um, or cable, um, and and some there were a couple streaming packages that you could get it on and i did talk to some people that watched it via that and that was the only way they were able to watch it because they didn't have willow so they were able to watch those three games and that was interesting um but yeah it's yeah. it's getting more and more accessible it's much easier to watch cricket now than it was in 2015 when i got into it it's almost impossible and, you yeah. know and um also cricket protects the, the icc protects their 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 copyright like ridiculously you know, uh yes and, yes. and the nba doesn't the nba go ahead take our stuff make videos about it do it for us you know it's yeah, cricket's are very touchy when it cricket comes to is, is silly when it comes to copyright silly um uh, but the only one who seems to get away with it is rob belinda you've uh... rob belinda yeah i yeah. love that rob belinda too yeah i follow um i follow him uh, subscribe to him. everyone subscribes to him now he almost yeah. didn't get away with it he's had a couple of battles where yeah he did yeah. But then Cricket Australia sort of said, you know what, this is like old footage that you're never going to see the light of day again. So we'll Cricket it. Australia should be paying this man $100,000. Well, he he a doesn't year. get monetized and he's got a million he doesn't, subs. He doesn't yeah. get monetized. He's got a million subs. subs his, his, so his... He, he doesn't do it for that. He doesn't want to. Well, you can't do it apparently in Australia. You can't yeah. get profits off that. Uh, of course he it's can't he can't do it he can't do no, that no. no but i'm saying cricket australia should be like look man we're gonna pay you money for being such an yeah, awesome you know person. he's got some pretty good good stuff rare stuff he does it's really yeah. neat it's 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 honestly that his archive is is a it's pretty great extensive. resource it's a great mm. resource for people like myself who want to watch well, you can see cricket. what cricket was like back in the 70s or the or the yeah. Uh, 80s yeah right Yes, yes, it's like, yeah, absolutely. I want to drink with those guys, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, so, not those cricketers from the 80s, yeah, yeah, in the 70s, yeah, yeah, the, well, yeah. in the 70s, 80s, yeah, Tomo and Lily, and absolutely, love the, the, yeah. from the West Indies, yeah, they're pretty cool, 
Yeah, very. Uh, Tom cool. has a, a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's just a typical Aussie, though. But Absolutely. the quickest. He was the quickest out of Lily. And he did a little mm. bit of a crow hop at the end of his run up, which is a baseball technique um, to generate a lot of pace on, 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 mm. when, you're, on when you're throwing from the outfield. Yeah. You, you watch watch his legs when he goes side on, his, his legs yeah. cross cross under each other. Yeah. And then. Boom! That that gets his hips going. And Apparently, he hit the uh, side screen on the full. Uh, people have said that that he bowled a bouncer and it went over the boundary rope, hit the side screen on the full. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's and that's a bit of a just going off track a little bit, but that's a bit of an interesting umpiring question, Nate. <laughs> you. All right, so if you bowl a bouncer, it goes over the batter's head. You either call it wides or or buys. Okay. Sure. But it goes over the boundary rope, but it hits the side screen on the full. So how many runs would you award to the batting side? Oh, this is a good question. Um, Which many people don't know. So would you give it six? Or would you give it another amount of runs if it's, you know, five well, wide or, or buys or whatever? Or four, you know. The definition you know. of a six is, does it include bat? Does the definition of a six, a six include a batted ball? Then I would not give it a six. I give it. You're I would correct. give it. I give it five runs. You're correct. Your, your knowledge is spot on. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> For a six to be awarded, it has to come off the bat. Yeah. So in that case, you would give it four buys if it yeah. wasn't a wide. But if it's a wide, you give it five wides. Yeah. Because it went what... over the boundary, even though it went over the full. So not many people know that, but good that you knew that, Nate. <laughs> it's you got to think about it, but umpiring is different scenarios than that. But yeah, yeah. that's that's a uh, boy. If someone ever had that scenario, that I mean, um, the thing yeah, of, the well, thing about that's the thing about umpiring is is you think you've seen it all, but you you never have. Now some people, um, you know, write these uh, scenarios. I got a book that has like three hundred scenarios, and you like have dogs that run onto the field. What will you do? Grab the ball, stuff like that. <laughs> You know, the ball goes into someone's car as they're driving past the ground over right. the boundary. Is it mm -hmm. six or a dead ball? Stuff like that. <laughs> uh, open to imagination when it comes yeah. to those sort of things. When Looking it comes for to loopholes. <laughs> yeah, there's many loopholes in, in cricket. Like, um, well, you you have laws. You're going to have loopholes. You know. You yeah, like um, when you like many teams have found a loophole when you're appealing for a stumping, you don't have to use a DRS review. Because for a stumping, the batter can't hit it, but they look for that anyway in the when they review the stumping. So if it did came off the edge and the and the keeper caught it, then you got caught, even yeah. though you weren't out stumped. So that's a loophole. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good um, point. So, um, yeah, but a very good question there from Jihan. His uh, his third question is: Any thoughts on sending um, the U.S. most talented players? on developmental tours to Australia or England to play whole seasons under experienced Australian coaches, et cetera, to learn and develop their game further, maybe getting involved in grade and club cricket in Australia or higher level league cricket or lower level county cricket in England, which we touched on a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. This is a great your, question. Jihan. Your answer to that. Yeah. Jihan, this is what minor league, this is the potential that minor league cricket has as our kind of domestic T20. Um, w w now we don't have really, yeah, we have some, a little bit of 50 overs domestic cricket, but they're 10, they tend to be localized leagues that are, that tend to be actually pretty darn good. Um, but, um, 
but but yes, so the, with minor league cricket and the right partnerships, this is possible. With USA cricket alone, not possible. You have to have something to swap. You got to have something to trade. Um, you know, New South Wales or um, uh, Victoria, out of the kindness of their heart, aren't going to pay for a bunch of Americans to play domestically in 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 uh, Australia for nothing. You know, what you can offer is a trade. We have opposite summers. You send some of your people here, we'll send some of our people there. And, and this is how it, it's always worked in cricket uh, around the world with developed cricket nations. Yeah. So we can we can hop into that, too, by not reinventing the wheel, by simply just having by simply just having a good product here. It opens yeah. up that possibility. And that's that's what I really hope for. This is something I seriously hope for. Yeah, hopefully, because that will benefit. The I think it, I think it'll happen. I think it will yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I know some players like from the Netherlands playing county cricket in England. They play in the local comp there because they because they can play yeah. counties and stuff like that. So um, yeah. maybe not at a first class level, but more sure. so T twenty sort of sort of uh, level. Maybe one day cricket if you if you want that. But yeah, we haven't seen that in Australia for some time, where states aren't willing to give up spots to overseas players like you would in county cricket. With right. a professional, yeah, yeah. Um, you used to do that in Sheffieldshire cricket, but not anymore. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Um, so it may it may happen for the US in in terms of that exchange program, which would would benefit both both parties. Yeah. So another good question there, Jihan. I hope Nate's answered it to the best of his ability. Yeah, Jihan. I, I hope I made up for. I didn't really. I probably did a bad job with that first question you asked. Or, or um, underwhelmed, I guess, on that one. But we but, finally um, reached the last one, Nate. Question four. <laughs> it's been a long session. Yeah. It's time for tea. Yeah. Just about. Um, any thoughts on USA cricket's relationship with the West Indies cricket in the context of their close proximity? Do you think uh, the West Indies should continue to play home games in Florida, um, or maybe even New York, given the large Caribbean populations in those places? If we can get a venue in New York, absolutely. If we can get, if we can have better venues in the South here, where where our fall and winters are mild, then I would love to see us have all kinds of neutral games. I I think I've long thought that England should should send uh, players or should send like a a team or their own team here to play games in in either Florida or you know, as these venues develop, like the uh, yeah. Grand Prairie one, you know, I, I've long thought that the a lot of the North, the Northern Hemisphere that wants to not have to go to the summer, the Southern Hemisphere in the winter, but maybe, yeah. you know, wants something a little more mild, can utilize these things when they happen, when, the, when these venues come around. The infrastructure needs to be there. That's the biggest obstacle for every everything that we want to do. And I think so. Uh, yeah, I think Wendy's would you know keep keep them playing here if they can. Now, not many people. Pe the problem is that venue in Florida. It became the novelty wore off and people stopped going to the games unless India was involved. So yeah, um, that's the trick. Uh, but yeah, we do need a good relationship with West Indies. I think we can build that. We can actually leverage Major League Cricket for that a little bit. We're established. Major League Cricket is establishing a very good relationship with Canada right now. Um, I think Major League Cricket's going to expand into Canada. Our relationship with Canada needs to be good. 
because I think uh, we're always – I don't care if, if Canada's in the third division and we're in the second or whatever, you know, in Cricket World Cup League 2 and they're in the third division or whatever. Yeah. The games are always good between USA and Canada. The rivalry is real between the players. You know, they, they, they're friends with each other off the field, but they want to beat the heck out of each other. And um, so that's the, that's the relationship I'd love to see build is the Canada-USA relationship. Because if we can buoy each other, if both of these nations can stay big, we, we need that ashes. We need our own ashes. You know, uh, I think people will. It's only fitting because they play the first international match. So It's, it's only fitting. Yeah, we it's haven't played. We haven't we haven't played the Audi Cup since 2017. And so that's been a long time. Uh so yeah, we 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 need to um the relationship in our region needs to improve with every team. With Bermuda, with uh Canada, with uh Cricket West Indies. Yes, I I'm saying going to say yes, we need to have a better keep a good relationship with them. We used to what with the with the CPL used to do would would be give one slot on their team, not in the playing 11, but in the roster. They give one spot on the team to uh to a um ICC Americas player. So anyone from the ICC Americas region that was not in the in the in the West Indies, they would only pay him twenty five hundred dollars for the entire league, <laughs> which isn't much money. But um, but it did give these guys some chances, and that's how Ali Khan got into the CPL. And Ali Khan obviously won two championships, bowling in the power play and the death. So yes, anything that enables that sort of thing to happen. And we do have a good, we do have a lot of West Indian players playing minor league. You know, um, Raheem Cornwall, for example, was, was I loved watching. I got to see him in person several times. You know, um, Matthew Ford, who's up and coming. Uh, you, you know, Sherfane Rutherford. And uh, you know, all these a lot of West Indians that you've heard of that have played for West Indies have played in minor league, and that's that's the kind of relationship we need to keep so that we can do some trades there too. But yeah, anything like that, I'm, I'm all for it. We, we, we need to keep these, these relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, obviously the CPL play some games in Florida during their season, do they? Sure. And, and I'm not against them coming back, even though they, they left because they stopped getting crowds, but I think, you know, they need to just do a better job of marketing it. That's, that's the big thing. Mm, yeah. That, that, that was the thing um, that, that you need to uh, work on there. So some very good questions there, Jihan. I hope yeah, Nate's Jihan. answered them to the best of your ability. <laughs> thanks, Jihan. Um, good, thanks because he did question. mention, Nate, that uh, he did see the interview with Nick and Gabe and he liked it. And oh. um, he's seen some other interviews he've done. So. Great, great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Nick and Gabe are, are a pleasure. You know, it's uh, as you know. So um, a couple of really fun guys. I, I'm trying to get some 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 gear for them from from mine from uh, yeah league. gabe was uh was saying give me some gear i need some gear I need some... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he's... Know, got a contact night so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get get everybody some gear here um i've got get some, some apparel, people that's, i that's got some people that got to come through for me you know like i uh, you know i <laughs> but um but yeah i think we can get you get you some stuff <laughs> absolutely well nate hi everyone hope you enjoyed listening tonight answer some of your cricketing questions Make sure you check out Emerging Cricket and Big Innings and support Nate in the good work he is doing in promoting cricket in the USA. Links to those are in the description of this episode.